Hey everybody, this podcast is brought to you by eebotanicals.com. That's right, they've been with us from the fucking get-go to today, and this is where we're at. Yeah, I know, it's going to get crazy on this episode. Um, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff to talk about, so let's get it fucking going. Um, eebotanicals.com has, they they've really been the one standing by us for so long. I mean, they it doesn't matter what we say. We could say every curse word and every offensive thing in the world. And as long as we say their name, they are okay. So eebotanicals.com, you guys have been the GOAT because you give us freedom of speech and there's nothing more 4th of July than freedom of speech. And freedom, you know? So eebotanicals.com, I just want you all to know that we love you and we will continue to stand by each other. So right now at eebotanicals.com, you can get some of the highest quality Kratom for the absolute best price out there. Forget what you see at the gas stations. eebotanicals.com has you covered. And if you it, it, let, let me tell you this. If you go to the connoisseur blends, the connoisseur blends, they will give you samples of another connoisseur blend. But if you go for the doo doo boo boo down at the bottom, the old basic tracing, I don't know, I was trying to rhyme, then that's what the kind of samples you're going to get. So wherever you buy is the kind of samples you're going to get. And uh, right now, it, I'm, I'm just being the one to tell you. It's, it's worth it. 100% worth it. Anyways, eebotanicals.com. Come on. You can use right now. The same, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Tribe 10, and get 10% off your order right now. So I don't even know what you guys are waiting for. Go get it. eebotanicals.com, promo code Tribe 10. Let's go. Let me also talk to you all about manscaped.com. Listen, it is beach season. Everybody's going to the water parks. Everybody's doing this. Everyone's doing that. Get out there, man. Go to those water parks. There's nothing wrong with the water park. Uh, I mean, get out there to the beaches. Get to your water parks. Get out there and show some skin. However, you don't want to be out there showing off for the ladies, fellas. And you got a goddamn uh, a bush hanging out your swimming trunks. Like, come on, guys. And if you're trying to wear a Speedo or, or a mankini, trust me, I got my boys. They like to wear mankinis. They, pff, come on, dude. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. You need manscaped.com. And right now, you can get 20% off. That's right. I said it right. 20% off your order with the promo code and free shipping with promo code drenched. That's right. Promo code drenched. Get out there and let's get happy, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about good times with no bush. This ain't the 70s. Let's go, manscaped.com. Promo code drenched, because that's how much pussy you're going to be drenched in. <laughs> now, I don't have much for the ladies, but I think they have some options out there for the ladies. But listen, fellas, it is hot outside, especially if you're down here in Texas. It is very hot outside, and they've got prop crop preserver. They've also got the lawnmower 3.0 or 2.0 or something like that. I haven't got that yet, but what I did get was the preserver, and I got the ball wipes. And let me tell you, dude, you can sit out there and, and bake in the sun in, in fucking blue jeans like I do, and then you're just like, oh, my God, it smells like a swamp in my pants. Hit them ball wipes in, and Jesus, I'm telling you, it, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Your girl will suck your dick. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, guys. We're going to be outrageous on this show. So right now, manscaped.com, uh, promo code drenched. Come on and get that sweet-ass deal plus free shipping. Run it up, man. Yeah, let's get going. Also, one more thing before we start this bad boy off. I just want y'all to know that if you're going through hard times, if you're just struggling in general, just if you feel like it's beneficial to talk to somebody, I mean, I'm always going to be here for you. And my email is always here for you. Uh, salviathemint at gmail.com. Always. But 
uh, if you're going through any hard times, you're struggling to get through it, if you're going through it and you feel like it might just be beneficial to you to talk to somebody, then here at this uh, here at the Psilocybe Tribe podcast, we recommend our partner and affiliate BetterHelp. BetterHelp is going to be the largest online counseling platform worldwide. I mean, we can they can offer you professional advice directly from your home. There's no going from the house. There's no appointments you got to make. They can fit around your schedule, and they work with almost every insurance agent. So hit hit this up, man. Don't go through that shit by yourself. Hit up BetterHelp.com. We all know what shit happens, man. People get cheated on. You know, people people get fucked over. Somebody drained your fucking bank account, and you just want to fucking end it all because you spent your whole all these years. Fuck that, man. You have a life to live, and BetterHelp right here is going to help you. So betterhelp.com, guys. Let's get it going. Now we're back on the Psilocybe Tribe podcast. Let's party, y'all. Let's go, bitch. shit cut that shit off that's right just like that just like a snip of the fucking nuts just (laughs) just cut that off what's up everybody um yeah we're getting crazy today uh or else it wouldn't be the psilocybe tribe podcast this is my show i do what we want uh anyways uh again i want to thank uh real quick each and every one of you for supporting this show. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. So welcome back to the Psilocybe Tribe Podcast. And of course, it is your boy, Salvia the Mint. And I am here for you. Just checking in, right? I sound like Bill Burr right now. I'm checking in on you guys. It's been a few weeks uh, since our last episode and of course, I kept it real sincere on like the law of attraction. I, I kept it sincere on how to get the things that you want. And listen, guys, I'm going to give you an example on how this actually worked for me. How did this work for me? Let me explain this. I decided to uh, give it a try myself. For about three and a half to four weeks, I have been... Um, every morning and every night, I thought about more equipment. I thought about more podcast equipment for interviews. And I have no idea how I was going to fucking get them. But what I did was I believed in myself that I would. And lo and fucking behold, we've got donations. I've got an email and I answered to it. And the email says... Um, the emails all like, "Hey, how can I do- uh I would like to donate to your podcast. I would like to donate to the show, but I want it to go to something good." And so I responded to this email with like, "Well, what are you thinking of? Because I could just on a normal basis with sponsorships and stuff, I go eat crab legs, I go take my wife out for steaks, we go eat the fucking money." But when a actual listener wants to contribute to this show, uh, I take that shit serious. And I said, you know what? If you do this for me, I will give you shit in return. If you keep listening to this show and, and you want to uh, donate to us, I'm going to uh, buy more equipment to uh, further this show. And uh, we reached an agreement. I got a lump sum. And uh, now we've got new equipment. Right now, I am recording with my interface a a completely new microphone. I mean, well, no, this isn't the new microphone. That one's the new mic. It's sitting like two and a half feet away from me. But still, (laughs) I officially am ready to conduct interviews. Like, I can finally do interviews with people. And... um, 
I, I'm I'm extremely excited. I'm very excited to the, uh, about this because even though this is my first uh, podcast using this new equipment, I got to figure out, you know, uh, the the sound and all that shit because I want it to sound just as professional as it was before. But um, on top of that, I... I'm just, I'm very truly humbled. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I told me, I told you guys, I had no idea how I was going to get this or how I was going to get there. And um, some, just by believing in myself and believing, I, I managed to get it. I managed to get it and it's fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. My wife thought it was a scam and she was like, don't go for it. She's going to, she's, they're going to fuck you over. And yada, yada, yada. And I just want to take this time right now to um, to give a toast to to my listeners who wants to be remain anonymous and say thank you so much for contributing to this show. Uh, I it, this toast is for you. Also, I wanted to take a, a sip of beer. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, it's been a last. It's been a while since we did another episode, uh, or the last episode. And I, I just, I wanted to take some time with my family. I'm also gonna do it again next week, but I wanted to drop one for you guys because you know, you guys, I love you guys. You guys have been with me for so long, and I sound like fucking Stevo right now. Um, I went to a country concert. It was a, a, a local band who happened to be pretty fucking dope. It, it was a good jam. Oh, excuse me. And right now, like I said, we're in new uh, new equipment. So let's get started. All right. Let, let's get this shit fucking popping. Uh, we got some shit to talk about. I've got somebody asking me about anxiety and where and how I dealt with my anxiety. And then uh, somebody also said something about me being uh, prejudiced towards Puerto Ricans due to my previous uh, uh, episodes. And I'm 100% guilty. So we're going to make shit right. So let's start with the anxiety. Anxiety disorder. How did, how did I get it? And, whatever, and how did mushrooms help me with that? Um, let's get, let's get right into it. Uh, my anxiety started with, uh, my braces as a, as a young teenager, I had a, uh, an overbite. So not only did I have braces to fix my teeth, I also had an overbite and I was just, I fucking hated everything about their, their methods of, um, fixing my overbite. So they resorted to a fucking headgear, which would be this tight thing that fits in my upper jaw and and straps around my head at night. And it fucking sucked. (laughs) It sucked ass. So um, what I would do is I would sometimes it would be so uncomfortable that I would I would take it off in the middle of the night and just to get some decent sleep and my parents would always wake up before me and they would see that I wasn't wearing it and they would punish me by making me wear it throughout the day like that was a punishment for for not I mean I get it braces cost a lot of money I get it but comfort come on guys comfort (laughs) it was very uncomfortable how can you fall asleep with like some shit just pulling on your fucking jaw and, and your upper jaw to be the exact anyways? Um, and so here's where my anxiety came through. My anxiety came through with. Um, I don't know what that noise possibly could be could have been, but there was a noise. It's whatever. Um. So my parents would make me wear it throughout the day, and if it, it just seems, it just so just so happens that whenever I had to wear that shit throughout the day, they would make me go out in public with them. 
Like we're out in Target, we're out in Walmart, Best Buy, all these different fucking places, Costco, Sam's, and I had to wear that shit around, just walking around, and people were looking, people, I knew they were talking about it, people would just say something. So for those of you that don't know what a headgear is, a headgear, how many of you have seen Finding Nemo? You can even look this up. You can look up the little girl from Finding Nemo. And you'll see what that headgear looks like. It's like a metal band just sticking out of your mouth. Wrapping around your head. It's so embarrassing. I've had people say some, something about it uh, nearby me. I've had people talk, talk to me about it. I even had one kid was like, can I touch it? And I was like, no. No, you can't fucking touch it. What? Anyways, it was fucking horrible. I had to I had to take a sip for that one. Those are some very dark times because it took a tremendous blow, a tremendous blow to my self-esteem and uh and confidence within myself. And of course, you know, my parents, you know, they having to pay for that. They were they were trying to punish me, but they had no idea nor give a fuck about my anxiety or confidence because they were just trying to teach me a lesson. And that lesson really did a lot of damage uh in, in my brain. So there was that. So what ended up happening was um I was gonna say that mushrooms helped me um, alleviate that but I ended up trying MDMA and Molly before uh, before that and I've mentioned that earlier within this show at the very early points and with that um, the the Molly really helped me talk to people because I I was able to uh, to speak to people without that like bashfulness. And the the Molly, I'm not condoning anybody. I'm not saying, hey, you guys should go try this if you're feeling it. But alcohol does the same thing. It, it will bring down your insecurities. It will bring down your inhibitions, all that shit. And uh, I happened to go to a strip club one day and I was feeling bashful. But before we went into the strip club, me and my buddy George... Uh, we popped like four mollies. Yeah, we were fucking twisted. Me and my buddy George, we popped like four mollies. And, I mean, we were feeling ourselves. Like, not even ourselves. We felt like gods walking in. And so, you know, you would get the, the strippers look at you. They come approach you. You sit there and talk with them. And we were just so fucking big, smooth operators that there was nothing that could fucking phase us. And um, I, I I think that was one start of my confidence starting to build itself. Was literally talking to strippers. And then from that point, I dealt with the absolute rest with high levels of psilocybin mushrooms. And before any of you think about trying um, like five grams or more. Of psilocybin mushrooms. Understand that. Depending on how strong they are. They're going to make you literally. Want to isolate yourself. Lay down. And close your eyes. And just get with get with it. They're going to make you want to. Get with yourself. And um, with that being said. That was my anxiety. I, I cured my anxiety. With. Oh. Hold on. God damn. It it doesn't fail. It never fails. An interruption every episode. All right. Well, that was a phone call I had to take, and it was uh, about some financial shit. So, good deal. And it's good news. But I'm not telling y'all shit. I'm not telling y'all nothing. You know why? Because I got people that are listening to this show that want to fuck me over. No, I'm, play <laughs> I'm playing. We all got people that want to fuck you over. Ah, cheers. Anyways, um, so yeah, what I did was 
I, I used uh, these illicit drugs and happened to get so much further than a psychiatrist or anybody could have ever gotten with me. And lo and behold, if you guys haven't seen the news, right now psilocybin mushrooms are becoming more and more accepted through uh, marijuana legal states. I mean, starting with California, big fucking devil horns and, and shout out to California because California is fucking doing it right now. And the more people that really get in touch with themselves are more people that, that just live more wholesome lives. But anyways, um, I'm not going to ramble on about that bullshit. Let's keep it going. I was Let's talk about the Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans, I want you to know that I love you. I fucking love you guys. Puerto Ricans, I know you're listening right now. I love you guys, okay? Excuse me. I want y'all to know that I was um, by a small select Puerto Rican and Dominican group. I was treated unfairly and and discriminated against by them. And I used this show as an outlet to express my feelings. And, um, and it's not fair to you guys at all. That's not fair. That's all, all of you out there on the East Coast, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm very sorry. I, I want to make amends and dedicate this show to each and every one of you right now, this episode. Because um, that, that's stupid of me. And somebody's got to be the bigger person. And you know what they say about people from Texas. Everything's bigger from Texas. And it's not just our dicks. All right. All right. I'm I'm fooling now. But anyways, I I just want to make it clear that anybody who listens to this show that happens to be Puerto Rican or, or even half Puerto Rican, I love you. You know how it is. Everybody thinks you're better. They're better than somebody else. And. Hey, there's nothing wrong with having a some level of pride. Pride is something that that we all have. And you know what I mean? I'm not going to knock anybody's pride. But um, but yeah, I'm not going to talk about an entire group of people when the only thing I'm talking about or affected by was a small percentage. So... And I'm talking about minuscule percentage, like literally five people. So anyways, um, my Puerto Ricans, I love you. You know what? I miss my Puerto Rican girl at the uh, Platinum Plus in Pennsylvania in Allentown. If you're ever out there in uh, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, please, by all means, at night, go visit uh, Platinum Plus Strip uh, Gentlemen's Club. And they will take care of you. My favorite girl out there was Nova. She was such a doll to me. And uh, I mean, if I'm ever out there again, that's exactly who I'm looking for. Nova, I miss you, sweetheart. We'll, We'll probably meet again. But anyways, let's keep it moving. Speaking of uh, settling scores, my my brother and my brother in law and I finally squared everything off we had this one night where i was drunk and i continued to drink and we just let some shit out we both got to just let our feelings out and i got to just explain my my issues he explained his issues and we just kind of went from there and it, it was it was a very uh it was a very emotional night i'm not gonna lie but we we I think we broke ground like we really made progress, and uh, I really love him for that. You know I I have absolutely nothing but love for him, and it was fucking awesome. Um, what really threw me off was one night my wife and I we were trying to decide what we're gonna have for dinner, and it was late at night, and we said, "Fuck it, let's get Jack in the Box." Those of you that know Jack in the Box is fast food restaurant. We're like, fuck it. Let's get greasy and let's get easy. Easy and greasy. And uh, they 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 had, they had were out of everything that I wanted. 
but they wanted to charge me full price. And I was like, no, dude, that's not going to fucking work for me. So I took off and I went to Whataburger. That's right. The Texas staple Whataburger. And lo and behold, behind or right in front of me was my brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law was so kind enough to pay for my food, even though it's it was a long line. He paid for my food and, and my wife's food dinner um, just out of out of pure kindness. And I mean, I, I really uh, I, I just wanted to I'm not trying to kiss ass or nothing, but I'm just saying like like that whole like squaring away our differences and all that shit. We really broke ground and uh, and, you know, I really love him for that. It, it meant a lot to me. Whenever you buy me food, that that really makes that means a lot to me because I at one point in my life, I had no food. And I ate like tortillas and ketchup just to make it through the night. I ate like four tortillas and ketchup. And I just rolled that shit up and ate it and dipped it into ketchup. Like, I mean, I had nothing. And so it, it just food is a a big thing for me. So anyways, uh, that's, with that being said, there's that. Um. <laughs> And I even told him, like, hey, man, I got next time. Like, next time you want to you get some fast food, let me know. I'll get with my wife and the kids, and we'll, we'll make it a big, we'll make it a trip. And I got you. Like, and, and that's how brothers should be. That's how brothers. He's my brother-in-law, and that's my fucking brother. So there's that. Everybody makes stupid choices in life. And what are we going to do, guys? Are we going to beat each other over the fucking head for it for life? Or are we going to just say, hey, man, this is what I don't like. And uh, I wish you would do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I'm not trying to let, let me get out of the personal circle. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Fuck, man. I, I it was a very emotional night. I'm not gonna lie. It was very emotional and um anyways, let's keep it going. Something else. Next Yo, don't even get me started on the fucking gay pride parade. So I had to go my favorite one of my favorite liquor stores is in the heart of Dallas in um in in Dallas there's uh it's called the Gaberhood. Um, in Woodlawn, Inlawn, Woodlawn, I don't know, um, something, but in this area, it's very notorious and known for having, uh, a huge gay population. Do I give a fuck? No, I absolutely believe that these are some upscale ass restaurants and they treat you fucking great. So this liquor store that I have or that I like to go to has a really good sale all the time. And it's called Goody Goody. Anyways, Goody Goody Liquor um, was in the neighborhood. And on my way to get in there, I got it. But on my way out, the Gay Pride Parade started. And lo and behold, you can believe you you just it was just nothing that we could get across here. There was a, a hater and his wife standing on the sidelines. They were all like, Boo, boo, you're an abomination. God hates you. Blah 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 blah. And um I mean, and then this was, it was like, this is abomination, sending under God's watch. And uh, see, I had to explain to this dude, because I was like, bro, what's your problem? Like, let them have fun. These people, they're having a good time. What What do you hate about them having a good time? And so he talked about the religious shit. And I don't believe the same shit that he does, but I was like, look, guys. The gay and lesbian community, they used to be killed and lynched, especially by the Nazis, for loving the person that they love. And so I said, let me ask you, 
that is this your wife right next to you? He says, yeah. Did, do you love her? And he was like, of course. I'll love her to the day I die. And so I was like, what if somebody wanted to hurt, beat, kill, and lynch you simply for loving your wife? And this fool's face got white. I'm talking about as white as a Miller Lite beer can. White. And it was almost like it finally clicked. And then he just got. And so I was all like, you know what? I'm going to let you process that. And I walked away. And uh, that was that. I stood up for my. Uh, I, I stood up for the Dallas Pride Parade. You know what, man? Speaking of Dallas, there was a uh, veterinarian that came under fire. And this dude is spending all his money to bury this story. So, long story short, this dude was, um, man, let me tell you about this. This dude was, he's a veterinarian. And he is also known for, uh, what do you call it, cremating your pets? Like, if your pet dies, they want to burn it and make the ashes so that you can spread it over the lake or spread it over the ocean or some shit like that or bury your pet. And a lot of people chose to uh, cremate this ki- uh, their pets. Well, this guy got caught throwing these pets into a river or throwing these pets out just in the fucking open just to rot. And he would put... <laughs> he would put this powder called diatomaceous earth in an urn and it looks just like ashes. And he would sell it back to them. For for a rather pricey fee, and he was pay, People were paying like over a hundred bucks, and this diatomaceous earth cost like sixteen bucks. So I mean, and and it's a lot. It's like sixteen pounds of this powder for for that price. Oh man, it that shit was f- fucking ridiculous. But what happens is somebody came across all these animals. That they were just dumping off by the river or and and off the side, and one person once it made uh, news headlines, one person said, "You know that looks like my dog." So they came out there, and they saw their dog collar. They didn't bother to keep or give back the dog collar, and that's what threw him off. And he was like, "Hey, wait a minute, this this is my dog. It's got his name on his collar." But he's got, I have the ashes at home. Then if this is my dog, what's at home? This dude has several felonies and fraud. Oh, man, it was hilarious. It's hard to find that article right now, but uh, I got it sent to me by one of my trusted associates. And that was, <laughs> that was hilarious. Imagine being that vet where you're just all like, yeah, baby, get whatever you want off that menu. Get the whole bottle of wine. Get the surf and turf. Add an extra lobster tail if you want because I got some extra money coming in. And then you just see the cops come in and you're like, sir, put your hand behind your back. What? What? What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, man. You you can only get, you can only, I think I heard he was doing that shit for at least two and a half, three years. I mean, that's a long time. I would at least do like three or four people, let it chill out for a little bit. And then three or four more people, let that shit chill out for a minute. But at least dispose of the the pet corpses like (laughs) properly. So I heard that this guy was serving about five plus years in in a federal prison for fraud and uh, some other shit that happens to do with uh, animal cruelty. That's fucked up. But it, because they would like purposely put these animals to sleep. And I mean, anyways, that's fucked up. <laughs> but um, on the other hand. What have y'all heard about these uh, the submarine? I know y'all are waiting to hear about this. 
submarine. We've got billionaires and thousandaires going into a small little tin beer can and dropping down to explore the Titanic ship that sank. Now, let, let's just talk about the Titanic. It's at the bottom of the fucking ocean by now. And you think these people are going to get down there with a, a fucking GameCube controller? Like, that shit looks like a fucking Sega Genesis. <laughs> like, what? Are you kidding me? I hate to say it, but it, it seems like the more money that people make, the stupid and more naive they become. Because if you tell people like me or, or somebody else that doesn't have a shit ton of money, oh yeah, come on this tour. <laughs> come on this tour. Come come do this. Come do that. And and you want to tell you want to hit me with some bullshit like this is how we're gonna get to the bottom. This is how we're gonna navigate. And it's a fucking video game controller. And I've heard a couple of buttons that were busted. Bro, fuck that. You're better off fucking that dude's busted ass wife. What do you... God. Oh, man. That is so stupid. But I have a conspiracy theory that I'm going to put out there just for you guys. And I need each and every one of y'all to put that out there. Like in TikTok videos and all that shit. It costs $250,000 per person to go into this so-called submarine. What are the odds that it costs $250,000 to fake your death and become part of the elite? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, don't, don't, th don't look at me crazy now. I'm, I'm saying, man. $250,000. Just to do a small tour, there's something that just doesn't add up. It's not adding up at all. What about Tupac? If Tupac was told, pay me 250 grand and we'll change your face, we'll do some reconstructive surgery, we'll make you look like a totally different black dude. And you can live off your life in Cuba or you can live off your life in, in wherever the fuck he is. And and nobody would know that you're Tupac. You know, that, that just makes too much sense. On top of that, I'm just going to say, I think that these guys faked their death. They knew. I mean, the Coast Guard knows that at a certain depth in the ocean, that whatever vessel you're in is going to fucking implode. That's why the information is out there. But... Why nobody stopped this from happening is beyond me. Unless they were all in on it. Somebody got paid. Somebody got paid here. Somebody got paid there. And there's, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me, I've thought about this. Uh, I've thought about this a lot. And I'm telling you guys, this shit just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Unless you were trying to fake your death and become part of the elite. Now, ask yourself this. Let, let me pause this real quick because I got to take a drink. All right. If you were trying to be part of an unknown elite, tell me, if you think of the elite, right? We think of the elite people, the 1%. What do they look like? All you know is like Rockefeller. The the Rothschild. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know it's a select few. But there's a lot more than that. 1% of billions is a lot more than what you think. And tell me, I'm, I might get killed for this bullshit. But I'm just saying, something's not adding up. And I don't hear any of my other conspiracy podcasts talking about this like I am. Because I'm open with it. I don't have nobody saying I've already been shadow banned by a couple of uh, platforms, but I don't give a fuck because I'm going to go hard until they put a bullet in my brain. Um, But yeah, the elite, you don't know who the fuck they are. 
they could be walking right past you at the grocery store with millions and billions of dollars in their wallet or their bank accounts. And you would never know because they, they dress and look just like us. It's just something to think about. This whole distraction. And then we got lab-grown meat, right? While everyone's worried and distracted by the fucking submarine and these people that paid to die for a one-way trip down to the sea. Under the sea. (laughs) Anyways, these people died. And while we're all distracted by that, uh, I think there there was a, a bill that, I guess law was passed, that lab-grown meat can be sold to the public through restaurants and grocery stores. So, now you've got meat on the shelves and at restaurants that you don't even know if that was even a real chicken. Is that even a real beef? What? It's just... I, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to wait until I get the test results back. Was it safe for human consumption? Was it cancer causing? Was it anything? I don't know. But this lab grown meat that everyone's talking about now, it, it makes me wonder, like, what the fuck is even going on? Uh, tell me, tell, tell me that you wouldn't think the same absolute thing. Like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, I know what chicken tastes like, but lab-grown chicken, you probably could get it right past me. I would eat it and not even know that I ate it. It's weird. I mean, they said that there was a chicken wing shortage at one point, but there was plenty of chicken thighs. Cat Williams uh, exposed this shit. There's plenty, or there was a chicken wing, right? We Everybody loves chicken wings. Chicken wing shortage, but plenty of chicken thighs. How the fuck can you have a shortage of two wings when the two thighs are in abundance? What? And, and then you get wing stop out here like, oh yeah, we got plenty of these thighs. New product. Like, what? It just doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, it's something to think about, you guys. This is why we're on the Psilocybe Tribe podcast. People that do the, that are here to open their fucking minds. I'm not saying you have to do mushrooms to do it, but people that are here to open your fucking mind. Now, right now, we have going on right now i mean a lot of this shit just kind of piled up on me because i was going to talk about survival skills and and go bags but right now we have this shit going viral on tiktok and on tiktok it is fucking insane there's this girl from dallas so this is what really caught my attention because this is in my backyard um Dallas-Fort Worth airplane, she says, stop the plane. I want to get off. And she, while the plane is moving, she stops it. And she goes on this rant that was like, I don't give a fuck who you are or what you want to do. Matter of fact, let me play it for you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't know what to do. But anyways... That's the end of the episode. I want you all to know that I'm going to continue on for the next 10, 20 minutes or 15 minutes on uh, survival shit. So if you if you don't care about survival stuff, then stop the episode now and I'll see you next episode with uh, the same equipment. Uh, Once again, thank you so much for supporting this show. But if you do care, then let's continue from this point forward. Um, what I want to tell, tell you guys about is situational awareness. A lot of people, and I'm talking about a lot. I go into a restaurant and I look around and I think to myself, do any of these people know what would happen if some shit were to pop off right now? And no, they would just stay there in shock. They would cower down under their tables And get shot each one by one. Because nobody would know what to do. 
I personally differ. I would be the one that would stand up and fight. If there's literally one gun ranger, if there's one enemy that's brandished a weapon, then by all means, there's more of us and we can overpower this person. You know, same thing with 9-11. I don't know what the fuck happened over there, but they had plenty of pussies on board. I don't fucking know. I wasn't there, so I can't say shit. But given a restaurant, we went to this one restaurant. It's called Tacos E Tequila. And they had tremendous, uh, they had great prices on drinks. So if you're ever in the Ennis, Texas area, stop by over there, get you some tacos, get you some, some drinks. The prices are mad decent. I mean, they're fucking, you can take $50 and come out with a buzz and a belly full. So just saying. But, on top of that, uh, whenever I went with a group of friends, my back was turned immediately to the door. And I was so uncomfortable. I hated it the entire time. I was always thinking, if somebody were to come in here causing some shit, I would be, I was literally like maybe 15 like footsteps, 10 footsteps from the door. So that's how close I was. I'd be the first one to go. And, you know, it, it just, it, it that was a, a big eye-opener for me. So being aware of your situations or situational awareness is a huge thing because, you, you know, whenever I first walk into a place or walk into a restaurant, I'm looking around. I'm not looking around at who's there and any hot chicks there. I'm looking around as, are there any troublemakers here? Is there anybody that's going to put my wife's life in danger? Do I need to protect her right now? And and that's that. But um, anyways, I'm trying to keep this short. So always keep that in mind whenever you go out places and stuff. Because you never know who's going to be out there trying to start some shit. I guarantee you all these mall shootings, nobody who was involved in those or like who was part of it, nobody expected that shit to pop off. So I say, if you can carry a, a firearm with you, carry it. Absolutely. If you're in Texas, carry that shit. We have a right to do so. And, and let some shit pop off. That'll be the last time it does. I guarantee you, all these terrorists and, and crazy people, They'll drive to other states to do that shit because other states are not prepared to to handle motherfuckers like that like we are here in Texas. But anyways, then there is the go bag. Let's talk about worst case scenarios. Go bags. If you have a go bag, um, a go bag should be a little bit bigger than a backpack. Um, they have them in like hunting stores, uh, sporting goods. They have these giant, these backpacks with multiple part compartments. And those are your best bet. Most of the time they're going to be like, you know, camouflage or sand colored and all that shit. It doesn't fucking matter. What I, what I want to tell each and every one of you to have for the end of times is uh, definitely have a flashlight. Have spare batteries charged. And on top of that, uh, a first aid kit, um, MREs or uh, protein and, and carb, you know what I mean? Uh, cliff bars and power bars, stuff that, that won't rot overnight. You know, food that you and your family and loved ones can eat. And also, also, if you know how to hunt, a uh, fire striker, uh, striker. You, if you strike and, and make all these sparks, you can you can start fires easily. If you keep all of that in your in your bag, even glow sticks, so that other people can see you, that could work for you and it could work against you. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. Uh, that that's what that's what I have to say for a go bag. But anyways. Um, I, I didn't want to go too far on this because I'm not a fucking nature 
nature trail podcast but i just want to say um thank you to each and every one of you for continuing to support this show thank you for the donators or the donations uh we we've got new equipment and we're testing it out with this episode so if it sounds slightly different or we're we're tweaking it out so with that being said um i love you guys Thank you so much for your support. Uh, be safe out there because right now this is this is a very dark time where you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. If you're not, you could just simply go out for a hamburger and fries, and some bullshit might pop off. You never know. At least if you're in Texas. So with that being said, um, take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Uh, just, you know, when you see all these videos about aliens and, and conspiracy shit, just, uh, use your own brain, you know, don't let somebody else convince you that the way they think is the right way to think because that, that person could be compromised and they could be, you know, paid by the wrong person to, to feed you wrong information I mean, it's, it's why keep Americans uh, docile when, or you know what? Not even Americans. Why keep people docile as it is when you can keep them smart? Uh, my hearts go out to everybody that have been fighting in the Ukraine wars and, uh, against Russia. And I'm talking about both sides. Uh, I'm talking about Russia. I'm talking about Ukraine. Both of them have lost people. Families have been destroyed over some idiotic bullshit. Uh, it, it's just, it needs to stop. People need to just say, look, guys, how about you be this and we'll be this and let that fucking be. There's no need to make a state bigger. When the fuck has Texas as big as fuck as it is? And when has Texas said, all right, Oklahoma, we're going to make you us. You know, it just it just doesn't work that way. But anyways, um, guys, I love you guys. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> y'all take care and I will see you guys next time. I hope y'all had a great 4th of July safe. Nobody got hurt. I'll see you next time. Peace.